Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 137. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, what's that next great idea you have? It's time to take powerful action. And step one is setting up your website. I've created a seven-minute tutorial that walks you through acquiring your domain for free all the way to your first post. Go to eofirewebsite.com to access this great tutorial, your free domain, and much more. That's eofirewebsite.com. And let's give it up for our five-star reviews, Greg Hickman of Mobile Mixed, Henry 2001, Corey Jenkins, Brandon RE20, Jay Collier, and David Maloney. Thank you so much for your support, and I look forward to thanking everyone who does the same. Okay, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Dale Stevens. Dale, are you prepared to ignite? Yes. All right. Dale is making a statement that we are paying too much for college and learning too little. His first book, Hacking Your Education, is being published this March. Dale founded UnCollege to prove that education isn't limited to school. Given Fire Nation a little overview, Dale, but why don't you take a minute, tell us about yourself, we want to get to know you, and then take another minute to tell us what you have going on right now. I should probably start by saying that my journey started when I was 12. I left school when I was 12 and didn't go to middle school or high school. And it was throughout that process that I learned to become self-educated. So in, 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 instead of sitting in the classroom, I found mentors, built businesses, did internships, uh, and was able to create my own education. I went to college for six months and dropped out uh, just about two years ago uh, to start oncollege.org because I, I realized that there was no reason that if I'd been able to direct my own education throughout middle school and high school that I couldn't do, do, do the same thing for higher ed. Really interesting stuff. And I'm definitely looking forward to delving more into this because my own experience in college, I started in 1998. I actually went on an ROTC scholarship. So the army paid for my school and I just couldn't fathom actually going to Providence and paying $40,000 a year, especially for the quote-unquote education that I felt I was getting, which was a lot more social than it was educational. So I look back at college with fond memories on a social level, not so much on a intellectual engagement level. So I hear what you're saying, Dale. I really look forward to delving more into that. But before we do, we always start off Entrepreneur on Fire with a success quote so we can get that motivational ball rolling and just get the listeners pumped up for this content you have for us. So take it away. This is probably not the most traditional quote, but one of my favorite quotes is, never use a long word when a diminutive one will do, uh, which is a quote from William Sanfer's Great Rules of Writing. Um, and as, I think as a reminder that we often tend to uh, overcomplicate things, right, um, in terms of using a, a diminutive word instead of just short. Um, and that's, that can be true in writing, but can also be true in, in many other parts of life. Well, I wouldn't expect you to, to pick a traditional quote, Dale, just knowing you for the short time that I have. And take us down to the ground level. How have you actually applied this mentality, this mantra to your life, to your business, what you have going on right now? I spend a lot of time thinking about, um, thinking about complexity in life and complexity with respect to education. Um, I think people tend to assume that education is 
an extremely complex system with many parts and layers and variables built on top of one another. Um, but at, at the base, it's, it's really pretty simple. It's about self-advancement. Um, and sure, you can layer on pieces of, of mentorship and learning and content and getting a degree and so on and so forth. Uh, but the real question at the end of the day is, is, are you learning? Are you taking steps to improve yourself? Um, are you, are you a, a, a better person today than you were yesterday? I, th- I, I think too often we get caught up in, in the semantics of, of what learning is um, and think about grades and tests and teachers and questions and forget that learning is really uh, a journey about ourselves. Nope, great insights. And we're going to use that to transition to our next topic, Dale, which is failure, which are challenges and obstacles that as entrepreneurs we're facing every single day along our journey. But take us back to a time in your journey when you failed or when you just came up against an obstacle or challenge that you really had to dig deep to overcome and then share with us how you overcame that. Back in June and July of 2011, uh, after I'd left school and was starting the process of writing my book, um, I was involved in trying to start um, a business that would create that would allow people to to create portfolios and, and demonstrate their talent online. Um, and when I got the book deal in mid July, uh, I started realizing that there was just no way that I was going to be able to do that and to be able to write a book in nine months. Um, and that uh, and that. That felt like uh, a failure to me because it was something that, that I had wanted to do, that I'd committed to, that I was working with people on, and realized that I had this opportunity with the book that I just couldn't turn down. Um, and so I had to, had to bow out of that. And the company has, has continued, um, and uh, I've, I've continued to advise them. Um, but in terms of my own, it, to me, it felt like, uh, a failure because it was something that I had wanted to do and had committed to doing but wasn't able to do just because there weren't enough hours in the day. All we have is time, Dale, and we really need to just figure out the best way that we can be utilizing that time. So what would you say the best lesson that you were able to kind of pull out of that situation, of that challenge that you faced? I think what I learned most was um, to be realistic about my commitments um, and realize that it's it's better to to undercommit and overdeliver than overcommit and underdeliver. Um, it makes it's better for everyone if I'm realistic about my expectations and I'm able to meet those or exceed them, rather than uh, expecting expecting to 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 do ten things and only being able to to do one. Under-committing and over-delivering has been a phrase that has served a lot of entrepreneurs extremely well throughout their careers because if you're setting the expectations correctly and then you're just exceeding the expectations on a consistent level, that is going to get you the kind of reputation that is going to propel you forward in a lot of different levels. So, Dale, that's a great lesson learned. Thank you for sharing that with Fire Nation. Let's use that to transition now to the other end of the spectrum, which is the aha moment, that light bulb that for entrepreneurs goes off every now and then. And I know you've had numerous light bulbs that have gone off throughout your journey, but share with Fire Nation one that you really feel Fire Nation could resonate with and share with us how you turned that aha moment, that light bulb into a success. The first aha moment I had was when 
I, I just started on college.org and gotten a bunch of press attention and had, had all these followers and didn't really know what to do with them. Started thinking about what sort of cohesive um, curriculum or, or guide that I could put together to use to, for these people to use based on my, my own experiences as an unschooler. And that sort of that, that, that percolated at the back of my head for, for quite a while. And it was not really until a year later that I came up with the idea um, to launch the Uncollege Gap Year program, which was starting this fall, uh, to take an entire cohort of 10 people through the year-long process of not going to college. Um, and so that, it, it was like a very slow process of knowing that I wanted to do something, but not, not, not really knowing what the, what the concrete manifestation uh, of that was going to be. What would you say your actual specific actions that you took following this aha moment, following the decision to make this gap year and make it happen that really turned it into a success? It was the realization that it's only a year long, and if it didn't work, there's, there's really nowhere down to go. Um, I think it's the, the realization that, that you know, this is an experiment, right? Um, unlike a lot of other entrepreneurs, that I know I'm, I'm not, I'm not playing with web interfaces, right? Um, I'm playing with people's lives, uh, which is, which is kind of scary and really exciting at the same time. Right. Um, so it's, if, if something goes wrong, there's much larger consequences but at the same time. There's a much bigger potential for, for improvement, um, given that you can actually interact with people, uh, not just, you know, change the code on a website. So Dale, you're 20 years old, correct? 21 now. Okay, you're 21 years old. So this next question may strike you as kind of interesting, but I love asking it to all of my interviewees because it always just brings forth a different answer on completely different spectrums all along. So Dale, have you had an I've made it moment? I definitely have. I'm very content moments. I think I think so much of, of success is so incredibly relative. Um, I went to India this fall for a conference and um, that gave me a really different perspective on, on what it means to be successful. Um, and before, before that, I could easily end up having a bad day or complaining about, you know, someone not answering my email or some little trivial, pithy thing. Um, and after going to India, when I have those, have those moments, I just take a step back and think, well, you know, at least I have food to eat and a roof over my head. And beyond that, you know, there's not really much to complain about. No, it's true. It's what I call first world problems. And we all have them because it's so easy to acclimate to your surroundings. I mean, just being an army officer myself, having spent 13 months in Iraq, and then after the army, I traveled in Central America and Guatemala. And I personally went to India and Nepal for four months as well. And I definitely saw all the things that you saw and Mumbai and the different areas of Bangalore and Delhi. And you can really just transport yourself back there at certain moments and be like, wow, like what I'm worried about right now, the fact that my coffee's getting cold fast or it's raining outside are, is really a small, small problem as compared to the big scheme of things. So keeping that perspective is great. And you are right about that. I've made a moment. I mean, it's all relative. It's all perspective. And I really liked your feedback on that because it's just really interesting to hear people of all ages, of all generations, how they look at it. Because when it comes down to it, it's all about the journey. And Dale, you've had an interesting journey thus far. So I want to hand the mic over to you for a second. I really want you to just kind of sit down and share with Fire Nation exactly what you have going on right now. What's exciting you? 
what your vision is for the future. Just take it away. We really just want to walk away with a good understanding about what you're doing with your movement, with your book, with your vision. What's most exciting right now, John, is um, seeing, seeing the extent to which uh, what I'm working on is relevant, not just in the States, but literally around the world. Yes. Uh, we do academic camps where we take uh, 15 to 20 independent learners who are interested in, in meta-learning, um, learning the skills that make them better learners. So how to find mentors, how to keep themselves motivated outside school, how to find educational resources, all those sorts of things. Uh, and get them together in a house for a week and bring in speakers and mentors and, and uh, let, it, let it percolate. Um, we're taking one of those to, to India this spring. We're taking one to Madrid. We're going to Malaysia with one of those. Um, going, going all over the place. Um, so that's, that's, that's super exciting to me. Um, my book is coming out in, you know, a month and five days, which is really exciting as well. Um, particularly after having worked on something for so long to finally have an actual physical copy of it in my hand is, is really, 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 really cool. Um, and then I'm, I'm really quite excited about the gap year program that we're starting this fall. Um, it'll be three months living together in San Francisco, working on meta-learning skills, three months abroad, three months doing an independent creative project, and three months doing an internship. Um, and we've already had more than f- uh, 400-some people who've applied for the program. So um, there's, a, there's a lot to be excited for and, and a lot of work on, on my plate to, to actually get ready for that this fall. Okay, I'm going to share just a couple words with you, and then I'd like you to just expound upon them for Fire Nation, just what exactly it meant and then what you're doing with it, and just kind of educate us as to this program. Peter Thiel, $100,000. I became part of the Thiel Fellowship uh, two years ago, so in May of 2011. Um, And the biggest thing that the Thiel Fellowship gave me was, one, a brand name. The school that I dropped out of was called Hendrix, and no one has ever heard of it. Um, so being part of the fellowship, uh, it was much e- easier to convince people that, 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 that I, I was worthwhile and people were willing to give me their time more easily. And then, of course, the second part was uh, to have a little seed funding um, to get Oncology off the ground um, before we became revenue independent. So take us through that process, though. I mean, how does somebody get into that program and how does somebody get the seed money and then what strings are attached with that seed money? Anyone who is under the age of 20 can apply to the Teal Fellowship. Uh, the applications close every December 31st. Um, uh, there are usually about 20 people per year are selected. There were 24 in my class. Um, and uh, they are in the process of selecting the third class of fellows now. Um, there's very little uh, attached to the money from the foundation. Um, there's no equity involved. Um, there's, uh, there are um, quarterly reviews where you go in and, and uh, uh, you know, justify that you're spending the money in a, in a, in a valuable manner, um, but it's pretty hard not to do that, right? Um, as long as you're making concrete progress on, towards, towards a business or organization or project, um, you're good to go. So what is your vision for the future? I would like to live in a world where people can... Feel free to make decisions without being judged by others. And that's what I fundamentally feel that, that Oncology is, is working towards. Um, ultimately, it's not, about, it's not about education specifically, um, but about living in a world where people can make choices about their education or about their jobs or about whether they want to be entrepreneurs or about whether they want to have kids or whatever it is uh, and not feel judged by others. So, so often, um, 
people people become extremely mad at me um, because they feel like what I'm doing is a value judgment on their choice to to go to grad school or whatever it is. Um, and ultimately, that's not the case, right? I'm I'm not saying that no one should go to school. I'm just saying that it isn't for me. And I think that there's a a a a non-zero percentage of people uh, for whom it also isn't the right way to learn. Great insights. I love the vision of that world. Dale, we've now reached my favorite part of the show. This is the lightning round. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Sounds good. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Most concretely, being in college, to be honest. Um, college, was, college was not a happy place for me. Uh, I, I was not surrounded by people who I felt like were were supportive of me or my ideas or um, of me wanting to be an entrepreneur. It was a place where people wanted to wanted to get jobs and go into investment banking or become professors of history. What is the best business advice you've ever received? Probably the best business advice that I've ever received. This is this this borders on the on the on the personal advice side. Um, but uh, one day when I was when I was first starting out almost two years ago, I was I was complaining to a friend about what would happen if, if everything just went to hell and nothing ever worked, um, and uh, I was complaining about like what if the what if the book didn't work and no one wanted to read my newsletter and so on and so forth and and this friend was like, well, if it all fails, you could get a job, you know. <laughs> Um, I think it's important to, to recall that that no matter what the risks the risks are, the alternative is well, you have to get a job, right? It's, you know, there are a lot worse things. That is one thing about the scariness of being an entrepreneur is most people imagine much worse situations than what the reality would end up being. So, Dale, what is something that's working for you or your business right now? While most people in the education space are developing strategies around content and content delivery and selling, you know, selling access to math 101 and physics and chemistry and so, so on and so forth, um, we're focusing on um, delivering value by helping people figure out um, the, the, the framework to put those together. Um, and I think so often people assume that once they get out of school, and you know, content is free online. They can go and just watch courses on Udacity or Coursera or MIT. Um, but the reality is that if, if you don't have the, the framework to be able to put that together, um, you end up you end up fairly lost, demotivated, and demoralized. Um, so we've found that it makes more sense to focus on the on the meta level framework around learning than the actual content itself. Absolutely. Do you have an internet resource, Dale? like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with Fire Nation? Probably Asana is the tool that I use most with most regularity. If you could recommend one book, what would it be? Deschooling Society by Ivan Illich. Uh, it's a book written in 1971 by an Eastern European educational philosopher. And um, he just did a fantastic job of of imagining what the world would look like in 40-some years. Um, he imagines what computer networking looks like at a time that it didn't exist. Um, and it's, it's really quite amazing to see uh, how, how forward-thinking impression someone could be 40 years ago. 
Um, and there's a good reminder to me that, that the changes that we're seeing now uh, aren't, aren't new ideas. Uh, they're just, they're just uh, ideas that we can now finally I- implement because we have the tools to be able to do so. Yeah. So, Dale, this is the last question. It's my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, and come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I might start by by hosting a dinner party um, because I've found that the people who are part of my community have been the most helpful um, in the last in the last year and a half, in the last two years, both personally and professionally, and it's it's through the, the connections and relationships that, that I've developed by sharing meals with people that I've you know gotten connections to my literary agent and you know, dozens of other people interviews for my book, invites to conferences that I would just never would have had otherwise. So I, I think I might start by taking that money and investing it in. in uh, Having a nice meal and having some some strangers over for for dinner because I you, you you never know what is going to come of a conversation. Cool. Well, I'd want to come, and that's what it's all about. Even more so these days, are these relationships. So. I think that'd be a great first step. That was some actionable advice, Dale, and you've given us actionable advice this entire interview. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, and then tell us how we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. It's always important to recall that education is not something that stops when you leave school, whether that's high school or community college or college or grad school. Uh, The process of learning is something that goes on all day, every day, and uh, it's something that you have to constantly be engaged in if you want to find success. Um, you can find out more about Uncollege at uncollege.org. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Dale J. Stevens. Uh, and I hope that you'll pre-order a copy of my book, Hacking Your Education. Wonderful. Well, we will link all this up in the show notes, Dale. Thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Fire Nation, are you ready for some more incredible audio? Audible is offering Entrepreneur on Fire listeners a free audiobook and 30-day membership. I recommend Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. This is a must-listen for every entrepreneur. This offer is for a limited time, so jump on it at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. Thank you for joining us at EntrepreneurOnFire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.